This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. It's very tough to watch. Um, It's very tough to watch this LSU basketball team right now under Matt McMahon. It's difficult, man. Very difficult. They can't score. They can't score to save their Ours. I'm sorry in saying this, but LSU field goal percentage tonight, 29.3%. 29.3%. Four for 20 from behind the three-point line, 20%. Awful. No, I mean, that's less. Yeah, 20%. That's awful, guys. Awful. K.J. Williams, 16 uh, points, 8 rebounds. Adam Miller just absolutely can't get it going again. Only having 5 points. Trey Hannibal is the only other LSU Tiger to have double-digit points tonight. It's just, it, guys, it's just awful. It's not good. It is not good at all. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I, I really have no idea what to tell you. This is what LSU shooting. Adam Miller, 2 of 11 from uh, two of eleven on field goals. Justice Williams, 3 of 7. Trey Hannibal coming off the bitch at 3 and 11. 
three and eleven. Guys, I kind of feel like you're missing so much from this team. Maybe they can get better. Maybe they can get things going. But I just don't, you know, like there's parts of me. There's a, and look, I hate going live during LSU events. Like I despise it damn near. I hate if we ever have to do it. At this point, we might do it. Like we do it during midweek baseball, right? Like we'll, we'll go live during midweek baseball, but at, at the end of the day, okay, this is some guys. This is a little unwatchable, okay. But let me tell you what I'm not gonna really tolerate, okay. I don't want to hear this Will Wade shit. I, like I really don't, guys. He embarrassed you. Want to talk about embarrassing? He embarrassed your program. So calm down. They'll, you know, he's got seven years to figure it out. <laughs> And Matt McMahon, I think I think Matt will get it figured out. It's going to be a rough year, man. It's going to be a rough year. But we do have a big show in store for you. As Ryan says on YouTube, can't even score 50 points. That's pathetic. It is kind of pathetic. So we will touch on that tonight. If you missed it, Walker Howard commits to LSU. I mean, commits to LSU. Commits to Ole Miss. Cardell Thomas also enters the portal. LSU sets their sights on a linebacker. We'll talk about a little bit about LSU football filling in the gaps and filling in those holes uh, as well. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll talk a lot of LSU football. I mean, come on. And then Kendall Bryles goes to TCU. We'll round it out with some SEC talk uh, to end the show. But it's going to be a little, little bit of a throwback here tonight like we used to do before we got all professional. We're going to take a lot of your thoughts, questions, concerns. So anything you have, any thoughts you have, Fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we'll get to as many of them as we can. Uh, Blaine Smith says, hashtag ask Blake, are you hearing any about some recruits or transfer portal targets? Y yeah, a little bit. And look, I hinted this last last Wednesday. I hinted this at you um, when a guy went in the portal. I think it was last Wednesday. Um, a guy went in the portal. Um he was he had made arrangements to make his ways to LSU's campus. That is Omar Speets, the Oregon State uh, linebacker, who's a senior, will be a grad transfer. He was on LSU's campus. So I told you about that last night, or Monday, yesterday, and last Wednesday, that LSU would be targeting uh, Omar. So... Look, I think he's a good backer. I think he's a day one starter just in the simple sense um, that you need him to be. Um, really good player. Let's see if LSU can close. A lot, some people believe that he's also, and and some things that I've heard, he's also been going to some other schools, a couple other schools in the SEC. Keep it a really quiet. Let's see what he decides. We'll touch on that. But, uh, yeah, Omar Speeds is the guy. Um. Omar Speets is the guy that uh, we had been mentioning. Uh, Aaron Hornsby says, we're on track, Tiger Basketball Nation. <laughs> yeah, women's. Uh, Bo Jacks on YouTube says, I like this time slot. I do not like it. We'll keep it at 7. Well, I'm not going at 8 o'clock. I got two kids, man. I'm not doing it. Rob Boudreaux, unless, unless I have to. You know, like we go live on post games on Saturdays. That's different. That's a Saturday. We'll go at, we're going to be going at 7. I'm not. Look, I'm not. 
Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, Rob Boudreaux says it. it is what it is. They suck. No effort. That's on players, not Mac. Yes, go live during the game. Yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do that. Until this team can show us um until this team can show us that they're worth a damn, we'll continue to go live at seven o'clock. Uh Matthew Dago says I miss Will Wade. Well you can continue to miss him because he embarrassed your program worse than what you're seeing on the court right now. Guys, he used a joint bank account with his wife to pay recruits and got caught doing it. And then pay, he paid somebody to keep quiet out of his own joint bank account. He wasn't smart enough to get somebody else to do it for him. It's idiotic. Stop. Stop with the foolish shit. Winnie does not. Winnie does not call. Winnie does not cover up embarrassment. Winnie does not. Winning does not cover embarrassment. Stop. Chance Babin says them stripes on your shirt are mesmerizing. Yeah, you like that. You like this shirt? Shout out to LSU football for your boy. You know, you might see Brian Kelly wearing a shirt like this, you know, around town. You know? Hey, man. Got to come swagged up. You heard me? I mean, listen. Listen. I didn't get my hot wife by looking like a bum all my life. I might come out here and look like a bum to you some mornings and some nights. But listen, when it's time to clean up, daddy's got to get things rolling. You heard me? Chad uh, Chad Michael says what what WTF did Wade do anyways Chad go read bud I, I mean go read it I, I mean I'm not I'm not trying to be rude but I mean if you don't know what he did if you don't know what he did at this point come on Adam I got something for you hold on So it's come to my attention. It's come to my attention that some people and Adam, I want you, Adam B in the chat, get ready to screenshot this. So apparently, some people said that uh, we're not media can can you know licensed media at LSU. Here you go, man. Here you go. Take a take a snapshot. Take a picture. It'll last longer. I don't know where people come up with this stupid shit. I don't know where people come up with this stupid shit. Uh, Ryan says horizontal stripes equals G boyish, G polish. Ryan, stop. You don't know what you wouldn't know what what swag was if it slapped you in the face. Bojack says that shirt's hard of the old school logo. Yeah, man, it's got the old school logo. I love it. My son Ben's got one just like it. Got one just like it. All right, we'll get things rolling. John Fox says, what do you think about Walker transferring to Ole Miss? We'll get to that uh, here tonight. I will tell you, you know, look, going to Ole Miss, especially now that they're, you know, also in the portal for another quarterback, you know, like you're leaving one situation. We're, we're going to – let's just stop. I'm not doing the LSU basketball game. We'll talk about it as we talk about it. We'll lead off. Uh, here tonight with with LSU football and Walker Howard. And I'll tell you why it's not that – it's a big deal, but it's not really that big of a deal. So let's do this. Since we're starting late, we'll get things rolling and started now. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. So many of you listen to us live on Facebook right now. Stop, collaborate, and listen. Stop what you're doing. Con quit it. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on YouTube, 
like, subscribe, notification bell, all of that good stuff. Get us to 100 likes every time. If you're on YouTube, you hit that like button. It helps us out with that algorithm. Do us a favor. And we're continuing to post more content. We're starting the shorts every day. We'll have two or three uh, uh, YouTube shorts for you that you can go and view. It'll be really, really fun. So turn on that notification bell. If you're listening to us on XM Radio, shout out to XM. Our good friends over at the TuneIn app. Or you're listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe as well. We appreciate you doing that. All right, let's get to our first quick break. You want to talk about Walker Howard? We got a lot of comments in the chat about it. We'll do that. We'll talk about it next. We'll talk about LSU basketball and LSU trying to clean up defensively, not just in not just in the portal. Some high school guys as well. We'll talk about that next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first to market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, (laughs) y'all. Uh, Terry Dillahousse says, Old Miss equals old piss. I love it. I love it. Uh, Michael Blanco says, 110 watching on and only 36 likes. Hit that damn button. Thank you, Michael. We should send Michael a shirt. Guys, write it down. We're sending Michael a shirt. Hell yeah, Michael. Promote the shit out this show. Do your boy a favor by hitting the like and share. Charlie Viator says the Hurley kid, Colin Hurley, is a stud. He came on our show last, I think, either two, I think, what was it, guys, two weeks ago. Impressive, impressive young man. If you missed that uh, interview, go check it out. But everybody do us a favor by hitting like and share. Blaine Smith says TCU thought bringing Besh was going to get them Howard. I don't know about that. So let's talk about it. So if you missed it today, Walker Howard went into the transfer portal. We obviously knew that. He committed to Ole Miss. I think it was what, around 8, 30, 9 o'clock this morning. He had had a visit. He had had some conversations with Lane Kiffin. Lane had been recruiting him when he was in high school, but kind of was to a point where Lane had just gotten to a situation where the, he knew Walker Howard wanted to go to LSU, was going to LSU, even though that they had fired Ed Orgeron and brought in Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly also had been really recruiting Walker Howard to go to Notre Dame at the time it was an easy transition in recruiting him when Brian Kelly came down to LSU. Now, I told you this last night. I'll repeat this. LSU tried to reach back out to the Howards in reference to him coming back. They weren't really listening. But I will tell you this, and something, something that I, I think is just a little bit chaotic in this whole Walker Howard situation now, there's another quarterback that's in the portal. His first name slips me, but his last name's Sanders. He goes to Oklahoma State. He's in the portal. A lot of Ole Miss people think that he's going to uh, Ole Miss as well. You already have Jackson Dart that's on your campus. He started every game for you last season, and now you pick up Walker Howard. So just bear with me for a second. You mean to tell me 
that Lane Kiffin's about to go in the portal again and get a four-year start at Oklahoma State. You have Jackson Dart, who started last season, all every game for Ole Miss, and you pick up Walker Howard and a kid. Uh, I, I don't even know if they if Ole Miss. Let me look this up. I don't even know if Ole Miss um, had a kid, a high school kid, in recruiting uh, when it comes to uh, quarterbacks. I mean, I'll look that up very quickly. Um, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. I don't see one. No, I don't see one. So they didn't recruit a quarterback from a from the high school level. So nevertheless, you have Walker Howard, Jackson Dart, and you're looking to get the kid Sanders from Oklahoma State. When when I saw Walker commit this morning, and then Ole Miss people saying, "Well, they're still going after Sanders," it kind of hit me in the situation. Well, well, why is Walker leave? Why is Walker Howard leaving LSU to start off with? You're going back in the same situation that you were already in, right? Like you were behind Garrett Nussmeyer, you were behind Jaden Daniels. To me, it comes to a point where did you want to be here? What situation are you leaving that isn't going to be the same that you're already going into? You're going to have to go to Ole Miss and compete. Now, will Lane maybe be a little bit more hands-on with quarterbacks and maybe baby them a little bit, which he's known to do? Maybe. Maybe he does that. He, you know, Lane's been really close with quarterbacks. And, hell, he's been an offensive coordinator his damn near his whole career. Good for him. But at the same time, you're still going to have to go in there and compete. Guys, if he starts, good for him. If he goes to Ole Miss this upcoming season and he's their starter, good on him. Bottom line is, if you're going to have to still go up against LSU and knock him off. I think Walker Howard's a great kid. I, like, I really do. He's had some trying times in his life. We all, that's been very well chronicalized. Everybody knows, you know, Scarborough did his, uh, commitment video from his mom's gravesite for crying out loud but the bottom line is you cannot convince me at the current moment if Ole Miss goes back into the portal and gets a four-year starter at a p5 school and was the starter for Oklahoma State last season in 2021 when they were when they won if I'm not mistaken or either they beat Oklahoma yeah that's right they beat Oklahoma they were the runners up in the big 12 you can't tell me that that kid isn't really talented. We've seen games with him. He's been really good. Had a down season this year when Oklahoma State was trying to reload. But do you think if you're Walker Howard, you're not going into a situation at Ole Miss that you're going to have to beat out the starting quarterback that's there now? Now, is Walker Howard better than Jackson Dart? Sure. He might be better than Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart had a rough season. Also didn't have a lot of things go his way last year. Had some receivers that were out. He had one of his better running backs that were out. They didn't have the depth along the offensive line. They just weren't a mediocre team, and that's okay. They had a lot of kids leave last year. Can Jackson Dart get better? Probably, and I'm sure that he will get better this entire offseason. But regardless, Walker's going to have to go in there and compete, and he's probably going to be behind two guys when spring practice kicks off if the kid Sanders does go there. So what situation were you ultimately leaving? You know more than I do, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, whether Jackson Dart leaves or whoever leaves or whatever happens there, you're still going to have to go and compete. If you look, if you believe you're the best quarterback on that roster, act like it. Okay. The bottom line, though, the bottom line, 
LSU is going to be fine. I don't worry about LSU miss with Walker Howard gone. Do, have I come on this show and say I think from a skill set and talent aspect, Walker's the best? I do believe he <laughs> – kid's good, man. He's really talented. Like, you can't – I'm not going to come out here and start bashing the kid. Kid's good, man. But sometimes your character gets seen when you do stuff like this. Now, here's another truth. You're not going to keep that many alpha dogs in one room at the quarterback position. You're just not. I don't blame Walker Howard. We'll see you in October. And that's, that is, that is where I sit. I don't know where you guys sit, but from where I'm sitting, see you in October. You better pray to God, Walker, how that, that, that Harold Perkins isn't on the field. That's how I feel. I don't know how everybody else is going to feel. I, I, I don't really subscribe to how everybody else feels about it. Bottom line. End of the day, when it comes down to nut-cutting time, you're going to have to compete. Going to have to compete on the field. Good for him. Let's go. Let's go. But remember the decisions you let people influence you make. You know, Sometimes the words that you're hearing aren't always the best. Brian Williams says, yep, Dark going to bounce. Bounce where? He's not going to be a grad transfer. He's already used that. Maybe he maybe he can get there in time and, and be a grad transfer. But, guys, we don't know anything. We're assuming. You know, what? what's – and I know LG – A kind of LG says the same thing. Guys, we also have been in this chat for two years saying Garrett Nussmeyer is going to bounce. Kid's still a starter, man. Like, unless something happens – Unless something drastically happens and Lane Kiffin comes out and says, hey, I'm moving on from you, then we don't know yet. And before people say Jackson Dart's a bad quarterback, he didn't play great. I, I, I will give you that. He didn't play great. He also could have gone to Altmaier. He didn't. He didn't go to Luke Altmaier. It's not as if he didn't have another quarterback on that roster. So spare, spare me, spare me. So that's my thoughts on Rick, uh, on Walker Howard. What does Ricky Collins do? How good can you develop him to get him in there? I think you got two very, and we talked about this last night. We're going to continue to have to talk about it. We talked about it Monday with Carter Bryant. You got two very talented dudes. Now, do I do I start subscribing and, and into the notion and believe that Garrett Nussmeyer can take that step to lead you to win the West? I, I after what I've seen the last two games, I think if he can just start limiting some more of these turnovers, he can probably get in this situation where man, this kid's going to be really damn good. Now, I told you all season he wasn't going to be the guy that could lead you to win the West. You know, listen, it does not matter. What camp you subscribe on? You know this deep down. If you know football, then you know this deep down. If you've actually played football, which some of you have not, you know good and god dang well that Jane Daniels was the guy to lead you to win the West a season ago. You know that. You know that Garrett wasn't ready. 
Now, can, do I believe that Garrett's going to take that next step? We've already seen him start taking that next step. He looks good, man. Him and Jane Daniels becoming team captains that was announced today by Brian Kelly or SWAT team leaders, whatever you want to call those SWAT team leaders. I call them leaders and captains on this team. Can he? Can both of them take that next step? Worrying about Walker Howard at this point means nothing to me. Say what you want, whatever it may be, it means nothing. Buckle your chin strap because daddy's coming. And you know what? In two years, you'll come back to Death Valley in the midst of 100,000 plus people, probably at night, because most of those games are played at night, probably at night, and you know how it gets. Good luck. Good luck. So, I, I, yeah. Chance Babin says Baylor, yeah, Baylor beat Oklahoma State. I was thinking about they were the, that's why I said they were the Big 12 runner-up that year. Um, but, yeah, Baylor did win it. Uh, Chad Michael says Ricky Collins just got bumped up to top 20 QB nationally. Losing Walker is not that big of a deal. Harley's a stud. Ricky's got some development. Ricky's got some development. Heath Menard on Facebook says, wouldn't TCU have been a better fit for Howard? Holistically, holistically, Heath, I think that TCU would have been a better option for Walker. He probably would have started. He would have been a stat, stat sheet stuffing machine. He could have been with his buddy Besh. Kid O'Brien is coming in. Kid wants to be in the SEC. You know, Jamie has said this multiple times. His dad, I mean, and his grandpa, they're from Laurel, Mississippi. We're from Laurel, Mississippi. I don't give two shits where you're from, really. It doesn't matter that I'm from Franklinton or Amy, Louisiana. It doesn't matter where you're from. You go where you want to go. But I'd be, I, listen, let me just, let me reveal behind the curtain to some of you. When I pick up this phone, okay, any day, any of the live long day, the conversations that AYS has with LSU are not always peachy. They're not always rosy. There are times that I remember under the last, administ um, last administration, I would get a message or text every single day to take something down. Take that down from Twitter, you bitch. Like they would say that kind of stuff. I, I say that to preface this. You would have to rip this LSU logo off my cold, dying hands before I stop hating LSU. Just calling it what it is. So you can say you love LSU or you love a program. When you come under fire from that program, whether it be fans, staff, whatever it may be, you're the, and when the adversity sets in, you learn how much you love something. There are a lot of you that are in this chat right now, male, female, whatever, and you have a wife or a husband, and you know that you're going to go through trying times. Doesn't mean that when you're arguing with your wife that you don't love her. Doesn't mean when your husband doesn't take the trash out to the curb that he doesn't love you. But I will tell you, and as most of you are in here, you would have to take this LSU logo and pry it off my fat Italian hands before I'm going anywhere. That's me. It's a cloth that I've cut from. If there were, but 
But business is also business. And I understand that. I, I understand that business is business. But it's where I'm at. It's where I'm at. And look, and to transition into LSU looking into a, a, a transfer linebacker, guys, LSU, in my personal opinion, in my personal opinion, LSU is light years. Well, I don't want to say light years, but it feels like it. They are light years ahead of where they were a year ago today. A year ago today, you might have had 55, 60 guys on your roster. You're still trying to add some roster pieces. You're still trying to add some kids from the portal. You would ultimately do that. You would ultimately go on to win the West. But now you're getting to that 70, 75. Maybe LSU at the very brink of all of this can push that 80 mark if they add some more guys in spring. You will have some guys like Cordell Thomas that will hit the portal like he did today. You will have guys like Walker Howard go to Ole Miss. But the bottom line is, where you were a year ago today, you are light years ahead of. You have two really strong quarterbacks. You have a stable of running backs. You have a wide receiver core that you could probably, at the end of this, make the argument that they are talented, not maybe experienced, but talented enough to compete with anybody in the country. You have a returning starting five offensive line. You've gotten depth on the defensive line. You're filling that last hole at linebacker. And truthfully, you made a step up, in my opinion, in the defensive back room at safety. Because those young guys that were playing last year, like Sage Ryan, who can now move back into his traditional role of playing safety, you've upgraded there. Greg Brooks is returning. The transfer from Arkansas, who played really well last season. You add Denver Harris. You add uh, 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 Zy Alexander. You add Deuce Chestnut. You added pieces to where that core is probably going to get better. So when I sit here and say you're light years ahead, guys, you have a full roster of guys and starters that are returning. No, I don't worry. No, I'm not sleeping or putting my fat head on the pillow at night and saying, Oh, dear God, please let LSU have a winning season. No. Where I sit at and where I'm coming from is everybody. I, I would if I'm a coach or a whoever, I would text every coach in the SEC right now and say, bitch, we coming. Y'all thought it was a game. You thought you laughed at Brian Kelly for dancing. What's so funny to me is this time last year, legitimately, Brian Kelly was getting made fun of for dancing with recruits. And then all and then the Florida State thing happened. And then everybody's like, oh, Brian Kelly didn't want anything about the SEC. Dude, Florida State's not even, even in the SEC. It's their first game. Give them a little bit of slack. But all of a sudden, when LSU would go out and beat a number seven uh, uh, unbeaten Ole Miss when they scored the way that they did against Florida, who beat the Pac-12 champion, when they would go out against Alabama and beat them in overtime and go for two, big nuts Brian Kelly going for two, everybody's mouth started shutting up. When Walker ha when, when, when Garrett Nussmeyer and Jane Daniels would combine for 500 yards passing against a national champion, they're like, yeah, LSU got beat. But, man, you know what? They're on the come up. And then when you would go down to Orlando 
and you would put up 63 points against Purdue, nobody seems to want to open their mouth. But when everything seems dire and everything seems bad around LSU, people want to start opening their fat mouths and start talking that stuff. But I will quote the great prophet of Baton Rouge, Little Boosie. You want to talk stuff. You want to run your mouth. You want some gangsters in front of your house. We'll set this thing up. We'll set this thing off. So no, to all the people that are in the comments freaking out about Walker Howard, that's why I'm not freaking out about Walker Howard. Because he is not, he was not going to lead you to the promised land next year. He's not going to lead Ole Miss to a promised land either. I promise you that. God, please don't let him do it. <laughs> uh, Adrian says, I'm with you on that, Blake. Purple and gold I'm until uh, I'm dead and cold. I, I mean, you would have to pry it out of my fat Italian fingers, man. Brandon Reese says, Denver Harris, Zy Alexander at corner, Brooks at nickelback, Sage at free safety, Major Burns at strong safety. That's a nice-looking secondary. Well, I think they're going to put Deuce Alexander – or Deuce Chestnut, excuse me. Deuce Chestnut. Uh, at that slot, and I think that you'll have a rotational piece back there at safety. We'll see how they do it. I don't know if they're going to move Greg Brooks. You know, they moved Greg Brooks from slot because he had struggled there. I don't know if they're going to move him from safety. Um, I Actually, I don't think that they're going to move him from safety because of the struggles that he had at nickel. Uh, but you have, you're in a much better situation than you were a year ago. People are, uh, you know... Listen, people are um, snoozing on Zy Alexander. Okay. Okay. Uh, Penn Jones says, Blake, that shirt's making me dizzy. Sorry, man. I guess everybody's either you either they love the shirt or they hate the shirt. Penn, just put your phone down and just listen. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Austin Johnson says, is seven banks coming back? Well, Austin, I would, you know... Listen, we've had Seven on the show a couple of times. I, I think Seven's working his ass off to get back on the field, really. I, I don't think it comes down to a situation where is he coming back. I think it comes down to a situation is he is he going to be able to go. I mean, he's obviously back. He's obviously here. I mean, he didn't go into the draft. Um, you know, let, let's see what he does. Now, I did put something on the message board today. Go to AYSSnetwork.com. Subscribe to the form. Dude, It's it, it, you can't buy a cup of coffee for what it is to sob, sign up for the forum. I think LSU is going to lose somebody that people aren't, aren't expecting. Not a starter, uh, but a guy a lot of people had kind of started to rally around. Kind of a tough st- situation, tough story. Um, Seven Banks is in that kind of same camp. Can he come back? from an issue, from a medical issue. Um, so, yeah, I just want the kid to get – and look, if he gets good news, like if he gets good news and Seven Banks is back, then you get into his – you know, guys b- battled injuries, man. I, I really do hope um, – I really do hope for him that he's able to come back um, – 
and do some good stuff. Okay, like I, I, I really do, I really do believe that, or I really do feel that. We'll see, we'll see. Joseph Fouché, 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 Fouché. We'll just call him Joe. Joe with the Marlin. How about this? We'll call him Joe in Marlin Town. Joe in Marlin Town says, "Wait, I need to know." Where to buy that shirt? Well, you can't. I don't think you can buy it, Big Daddy. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think this is for sale. If you know what I mean. He said, "Fouché, okay, I got you, Joe. Mar, uh, Joe, Joe with the Marlin. I don't think you can buy this." Uh, Carvis Durr on YouTube says, "Met Seven Banks at the Citrus Bowl. Awesome. He has some size and frame that he does, and it could be a really good corner. Yeah, he can. And, and look, I just want the kid to get back on the field, like." I think it could be an accomplishment for him at this point to to see the field. You know what I mean? Like I, I had a hip injury, had the neck thing, had to go to the hospital, and so didn't play the the rest of the year. So we'll see. Now look, I, I told you this last Wednesday. I told you on Monday. I told you on Tuesday. Told you twice on Monday on a live show uh, Tuesday. I'll tell you here again today. I think LSU is going to do whatever they can to bring in one, if not two more linebackers, more than likely from the portal, guys that can come in and play right now, guys that I think that can play in the SEC. Um, and we'll, I think with that being said, guys, I, I will tell you, if LSU lands one or two guys in the portal that can play a backer, man, you're going to be dangerous. I, 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 you're going to be dangerous. Bama's still going to be Bama. Like, let's not, let's not get this twisted. Okay. Bama's still going to be Bama, but you know, all right, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share, share to all of those Facebook groups. We greatly appreciate it. Stop. Everybody stop right now. Let me see how many likes we got, bro. We only got what? 58 likes on YouTube, like 115 of you in here. 60 likes. Come on, man. Y'all hit that like and share. Do it right now. Let me talk about my good friend, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. GMFS Mortgage. GMFS Changing Lives. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton today at 225 614 1234. That's 225 614 1234. Let them know that your boy Blake at AYS sent you on by. Also, let me do this. Let's take a very quick 30-second break, and we'll come right back. Let me tell you about my good friend Carol Foss over at State Farm. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Everybody hit the like and share. We'll return in exactly 37 seconds. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Foss and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there and individual premiums will vary by customer 
all applicants subject to the state farm underwriting requirements. Father A Bear says, Hey man, I liked it on YouTube. Put some respect on the YouTubers. Side question. Have you ever reached out to Kendall Rogers on some baseball talk? I have. We have not been able to connect though, Father A Bear. You know, you did that before with um Uh, you did that before with um our buddy Josh Pate. Do it again, Father. Do it again. Uh, oh, 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 and Father Abear, we we need you to come back on and pray for the baseball team. We didn't let you pray for the basketball team, and they're doing boo-boo right now. Um, so, Father Abear, we're going to need you to come on and pray for the baseball team before February the 17th. So, line up your calendar. No more confessions until you come on our AYS show and you pray for the LSU baseball team to win a national title. Father Abear, if you don't pray for LSU to win a national title, you're suspended. <laughs> Say five Hail Marys if you don't pray for LSU to win a national title. But yes, we'll line up to get Father Abear back on. Brandon Reed, that's my dude, by the way. Biggest Cavs in the 337. Brandon Reed says, I think the West comes down to us and Bama next year. I don't really trust those other teams. Well, I mean, what's Arkansas going to do at OC? Can A&M rebound? I don't really think so. I think Florida's a train wreck. If you're LSU and you got the crossover, your other crossover is you having to go to Mizzou. What's Ole Miss going to be? I think Mississippi State will be down. You know, I mean, guys, you start sitting in a situation where I mean, if you're not if you're not picking LSU to finish at minimum second in the West next year, I don't know what you're doing. I, I still think the LSU LSU just has sits in such a good situation. Got to go out against Florida State. You got to take care of business against them. And now, like I told you, the whole two weeks going into that Florida State week. And I, bro, I, I remember the comments. I had people literally DMing me threats about saying you cannot take Florida State lightly when you have a new coaching staff. You're, LSU ain't going to take them lightly next, this upcoming year. You better not take them lightly. LSU's got to get off on fast and on a right track when it comes to the, the opening season. Go to Orlando and kick their arse. Go to Orlando and kick the ever-living arse out of them. You got to, man. You got to. Start off fast. You have a very favorable schedule, and you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Wade McBride says a linebacker from Bama hit the portal. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Reese says again, yeah, maybe Chestnut starts at Nickelback. I guess Brooks and Burns at safety or Brooks and Sage and Ryan at safety. We'll, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they'll they'll probably rotate themselves in and out. Mike Howard says, Blake, did you play against Dak Prescott when you went to Franklin? No, I did not. I, I'm a little bit older than Dak. I think, what, Dak's 29, I'm 32. 
No, I didn't play against Dak. Jason Baker says, hashtag ask Blake, is that shortstop transfer you had on your show on campus? Nip Holt? Yep. I forgot his name. I think he came from Texas Tech. No, I forget where Ben came from. I don't remember when ben, where Ben came from. But, yeah, I mean, I think he'll – I think Ben's either going to start at second. Um, I think Ben might start at second. And then Dugas might do some other things. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a long season. But, Ben, yeah, he, he came on the show. Um – I'm not going to spoil that. I, I think Ben's going to – I think Ben has the potential to hit over 300 and maybe hit first. First in the lineup. The guy from our show? No. Well, we had on Romero – we had on Romero on our show, and then we also had Ben Neopold. But, yes – one of uh, the kid from Baylor went to um, the kid from Baylor went to uh, what was it the tenth or eleventh round? I don't remember. Uh, Reese says, "Let's be honest. Ole Miss and Arkansas ceilings most years are eight wins. Same thing for A and M for the most part, and Auburn has a new coach." Well, look, we hadn't talked a lot about Auburn. You know, I think all you know, Hugh Freeze is always going to be sneaky. Now, you don't ever really know what you have in a first-year coach. I mean, a lot of people didn't know what LSU would be under Brian Kelly. Uh, you know, they're kind of a little bit of a wild card. Maybe they can get some things back. I mean, they're gonna. I think. Look, I think Robbie Ashford, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, I think Robbie Ashford's not bad as a quarterback as some people believe that he is. Like, I really don't think Robbie Ashford is as bad as some people think that he is. I think he could come into the SC. I think he could come back into a Hugh Freeze type of system and do some good things. Kid can run, man. He he legitimately had kept them in games last year, the LSU game included, by just running the football. Brian Harson had no business being at Auburn. Brian Harson had no business whatsoever being at Auburn. Okay, it, you know, we, we talk about Brian Kelly not being a fit. That was obviously a lie. But Brian Harson wasn't a fit. Hugh Freeze at Auburn's a fit. I think that he will do well there. Now, how long does it take him? I don't know. I mean, but he had success at Ole Miss. I think he'll have success at Auburn. But in reference to next year, I don't know where they will sit. Now, I, like we talked about Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas guys lose, lost Kendall Bryles to TCU. I mean, T he is a Texas kid. He goes back to Fort Worth, the Fort Worth, Dallas area. I mean, that's a big deal for him. I, I don't know what Arkansas is going to do there. I know that they have KJ Jefferson returning. I know that they got some offensive linemen that are talented. I don't know what they're going to do there. Now they're replacing both coordinators. I think Sam Pittman's in a world of trouble. Now, I know that Arkansas has got some things defensively, but I really do, like coaching said, whatever, I really do believe, like I, I really, really do believe that Arkansas is in a little bit of trouble. So what does A&M look like under Bobby Petrino? It, the West, truthfully, the, West, the SEC West truthfully looks like it's going to be kind of a, a, a free-for-all in the sense of you don't know how good teams are really going to be. 
Like, what does Auburn do with Freeze? What does Sam Pittman do with replacing two coordinators? What can Brian Kelly do under in year two? Can Saban bounce back now that Bryce Young's left? He's having to replace Pete Golding. You have Walker Howard going to uh, Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin finally gets a quarterback that outside of Matt Corral maybe be worth a little bit of a damn. The SEC West has a lot of talented pieces, but just because you have a lot of talented pieces does not mean you can go in here and win it. Go in here and win it. So I don't have a lot of faith in Billy Napier, and so the SEC West and some parts of the SEC East, kind of a free for all, man. Kind of a free for all. Reese says, if Auburn goes 8-4, and four, that's a good first year for Hugh Freeze. Hell yeah, it's a good first year. Hell to the yeah. That's a good first year for them. Good first year for them. Let me just say this so we can get this out of the way very quickly. Don't leave. I just want to say this so we can get it out of the way. Guys, LSU shot 29% tonight. 29% from the field. 17 of 58 LSU went in field goals. Now you got one, two guys that did not play, uh, and Phillips and Coleman. LSU shot twenty percent from behind the three point line. They that's twenty percent. Adam Miller's one for eight from behind the three point line. One for three. Cam Hayes one of six. KJ Williams is your only offensive pulse. The only thing LSU has going on right now offensively has been Hannibal. And it's been K.J. Williams. But the problem with that, K.J. Williams went 7-15 of tonight, and Trey Hannibal had a very, very, very bad night from the, from the field. 3 of 11. The only reason he had 16 points, because he, he, he was really good at the foul line. Now, he's really good at getting to the line. Very good at getting to the line. But he reminds me of a Eric Bledsoe in a way. Stocky dude, wants to drive to the cup, and put it up there and get fouled. Went 10 of 12. That's really great. But the bottom line is, man, you cannot be this piss poor at shooting and think that you're going to win. You just can't be. This team's aggravating to watch. Extremely aggravating to watch. So we're going to continue to go at seven. We're not going to change anything until they change stuff. Maybe if there's a big game, we'll alter something, but I'm not changing. Shark. Screw that. Ryan says, Megan Hall was hired as a university PD officer at Auburn. Highly recommended by Hugh Freeze. Why am I, why, what am I, why am I missing that? What am I missing? Uh, Michael Blanco says, was Mac a good hire? I think you need time to figure that out. Right? Like, I, I think that you need time to figure that out. Uh, Chad says on Facebook, Q Freeze is going, to be a, is going to be a bigger problem than Lane Kiffin. We'll see there. Freeze had good times at Ole Miss and Liberty was beating and competing with people they shouldn't have been. Uh, now he might go on a run or run off again, 3-5, but putting girls through college. Well, look. Freeze beat the SEC team this year. I mean, guys, Liberty beat Arkansas this year. 
I, I get Arkansas was six and six, but Liberty really this year didn't have a lot of business beating Arkansas. I mean, you're an, you're an SEC program, but to but to say that Freeze can't beat Arkansas now at Auburn, to say that he can't keep it challenging with Ole Miss, to say that he can't beat Mississippi State, to say that they can't be the middle of the in the middle of the pack in the SEC West is just in my opinion, wrong. Like, they can be there. They can be 8-4. and four. I think that their absolute highest ceiling is 9-3. and three. I don't think they can get there, though. They don't have the depth. They don't have the talent. I, quite honestly, I don't think they have the quarterback right now to do that. I, I don't – and you can only scheme up so much. Like, Auburn's a really good program. But Hugh Freeze is not going into a Brian Kelly situation where he can have that level of talent. But you never know, man. I mean, he knows the SEC. He's been in it before. He's coached in it before. And look, Alabama's not slowing down. I I hate to tell everybody this, but Alabama's not going to slow down. Alabama's still going to be a really good team. Guys, their worst seasons are them going 11-2. and Buckle up your chin straps, baby. Buckle up your chin straps. It's going to be interesting. I think, you know, the the most interesting thing to me is watching what's going to go down at Auburn. I mean, go down at A&M. The most interesting thing for me is going to watch what what is going to go down at A&M with Petrino. That's going to either work wonders for them or it's going to completely backfire and <laughs> Jimbo's going to get a lot of money because he's going to get fired. That's all that that is. Let's see. What do we got here? No, I thought we had some some breaking news. We did. We did not. We did not. Everybody's sending your boys. Everybody's sending your boys stuff. Uh, do you think Arkansas having a really good 2021 season means they hit their peak as a program under Pittman? I don't know if they hit their peak under Pittman. Um, but they just haven't replaced a lot of talent. I, I really do hope for Sam that he can rebound. I just don't have a lot of faith in Arkansas. You know, Arkansas is the team that may like they've always been the team where they can make a run a couple years and then they fall down. Make a run a couple years and fall down. They just don't have the talent base in Arkansas, the in-state recruiting like other teams in other states do, like Alabama and Florida and Texas and Georgia, where they can sustain long success. I don't I, – I, I, look, it would not shock me in the slightest if Arkansas finishes last in the SEC West. It Like, that would not shock me. Now, them and A&M probably going to battle it out, but it just would not shock me. Like, you've got a lot you have to prove. Like, you got to go back out and show that you can beat a Liberty team and, and things like that. I mean, guys, they lost to, to A&M, and now so did LSU, but come on. Come on. We'll see. All right, we'll be back tomorrow night, guys. We'll cut a, call it a little bit because we started so late. So a little bit of a short episode, but we get it in anyway. Until then, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We're going to guest up tomorrow. I think I'm going to double up on the guest so we can get a lot of content. Until then, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.